0: Ga naar de Kruispoortprijzenzaak aan de Johan Huizingalaan 82 in Amsterdam. Ze hebben een grote collectie bedrijven awards met uw eigen tekst en logo... maar ook graveringen en bedrukkingen op allerlei voorwerpen. De Kruispoortprijzen geeft al 35 jaar vakkundig advies... een snelle levering tegen concurrerende prijzen. Voor meer informatie kijk op amsterdamsportprijzen.nl... of bel 020-615-2003. De beste sportprijzen vind je bij De Kruis Sportprijzen. Je luistert naar Radio Zuidoost. 24 uur per dag vanuit het hart van de Belmer. Via kabel. Salto.nl en 105.2 FM in de Ether. Je luistert, naar Radio Radio Je luistert naar Radio Zuidoost, 24 uur per dag vanuit het hart van de Belmer. Via kabel, salto.nl en 105.2 fm in de Eter. Je luistert naar Radio Zuidoost, 24 uur per dag vanuit het hart van de Belmer Via kabel, salto.nl en 105.2 fm in de Eter.
1: I will never end When you are weak I will be strong Helping you To carry on Call me I will be there Don't be up Listen to, Listen to
2: Voice of, of Niger on Radio Razo every Monday from 6 o'clock to 10 o'clock in the morning for your spiritual lessons and upliftment. For community news, your interviews, special requests, and orders. put into 105.2 megahertz acre and 103.8 megahertz on cable. We delight and entertain you.
3: Hey, we also have more stuff coming your way. We have business matters. We have social and educational matters. We have health and healing matters. We also have of the legal
2: For more information, call us on 020-368-1968. We delight and entertain you. Voices of, of Nigga on Radio, Radio Raso every, every Monday from, from 6 to, to 10 a.m. Raso.
4: Belgium, Paris, and Europe. Thank God that another year is here with us. 2013 will be your year of elevation and your year of restoration. The Amageddon Prayer and Revival Conference is stopping at Grace Valley Temple in Amsterdam from Thursday, the 9th of May, to Sunday, the 12th of May. Again, Thursday the night, through Sunday the 12th, every evening from Thursday to Friday at 6 p.m. each night. Believers and Christians across the city of Amsterdam and the nation of Holland, and our neighbors from Belgium, from Paris, France, and from England, and the team from Ghana, are coming to move the skies and the heavens oh my god and the spirit of the lord shall cover the earth again as the glory of the lord comes down we are expecting a mighty move of the hand of the lord for miracles for healings for deliverance for restoration and for promotion and for open heavens and for open doors my goodness gracious to me i can't wait Amsterdam my team are praying and we are getting ready the Thursday night of May through the Sunday 12th of May, 6 p.m. each night, and then on Sunday evening, we will come it on the 12th with a powerful communion, healing, and impartation and anointing service them to get ready. It's a Magadan prayer and revival conference with Apostle Jamaica Some Christian Christ my name. I'm going to be there personally and a team from Ghana and from UK and from other parts of Europe are going to be there. It's going to be a united revelational and prophetic prayer. Lives will be transformed. Things will happen in the air miracles will abound. testimonies will abound in Jesus' name. Hey don't miss it I'll see you <laughs>
3: Good morning to you and welcome to Radio Voice of Niger. Naja. We're transmitted this morning as usual on 103.8 on cable and 105.2 on ether. And uh, we want to say good morning and uh, welcome to the show of today, Monday, the 22nd of April. We trust that uh, the Lord will guide us through and that we'll be able to deliver and to have a great program together and with you who is out there we know that you are our partner in progress and that we are a team in this in this matter we as usual we're going to uh we are already in the inspirational segment and we will be playing some music and also bring you you the word of god Let pastoral forum will follow and then the other Two major items uh, will be uh, made known as we proceed. So welcome once again, and stay tuned. we'll bring you bringing you further updates as we proceed. Uh, My name, by the way, is Apostle Larry Darkkin, Senior Pastor of Rivers of Life Bible Church here in Amsterdam South East. I'll be co-hosting the program as usual with Apostle Helen Ruth Dukeno, um, the Director of Brady Voice of United.
2: Yes, 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 yes. Good morning to all our listeners. Good morning to you. This is Apostle Helen Rudoceno, Lady Aguaboma of Radio Voice of Niger. We are transmitting this morning on 103.8 megahertz cable, 105.2 megahertz ether. This is our religious segment. So we call upon every one of you to join us as we call upon the name of the Lord. This morning, and we thank you for all our listeners. We thank you, oh God, for the opportunity you have given unto us to be alive in the land of the living bless every single one who is out there this morning calling upon the name of the Lord. Bless our families. Bless our loved ones. Bless this city that we are in. Bless, oh God, our our country, even the Netherlands. Bless, my Lord, the queen and all that are in her cabinet. Bless them as they rule this nation with godliness, with peace, and with love. We want to thank you for all our co-laborers in the vineyard, the pastors in the city who are doing all they could to contribute eminently in this land. Bless them. Bless everyone who oh God, whose heart is pure towards the gospel. We thank you for all that you are doing, even in Jesus' name. We also bless you for the privilege you have given unto us, even to, 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 to speak your word through this channel. Bless Razu and bless all his workers. Be glorified this morning as we minister to your people in Jesus' name. i hey. music as it comes through the waves of the voice of niger right now on radio razzle we are transmitting on 103.8 megahertz A cable and 105.2 megahertz time. this is your popular radio voice of niger good morning show shortly we're bringing to you the miracles of jesus christ where I will just speak what the Lord has placed in my heart for you. And when you believe it, you'll be made whole. Then afterwards, we will be having the pastoral forum. The pastors will be discussing on loyalty, the transformation. And they will be discussing on, on issues about three kingdom. hallelujah pastors yes, will come up just after I have finished with the miracles of Jesus Christ and then um, that will bring us to the end of the religious segment and then we'll be having the health segment today we have a very interesting topic with uh, Dr. Eva Robertson, the gynecologist and the director of of uh Saro's clinic uh he, he'll be speaking on women wellness Meet around women's contraception administration. Cool. after that we'll go to our uh, uh we'll have a news in brief tidbits of what is happening here and there and then afterwards then we will enter our uh, social segment today we'll be discussing um, Referring yourself for later years. So somebody from the healthcare will be discussing on this topic. And that will bring us to the end of our segment. And then we will close for the day. But if you still want to have a touch with us, of course, you know, our website, radiovoiceoftanger.org. You can always go there and see updates of what we are doing. And at the same time, don't forget Majesty Christian Television Network. Oh, my God. If you've not gone there, you are really missing out. Please just log on on www.MajestyTV.org. And see what God is doing. Powerful preachers, men and women of God, preaching the gospel live. And even you can call in the studio while they are. You can call in. We've been receiving calls even from Finland, from, from Sweden, from Britain, from Germany. We've been receiving calls. People calling and asking the man or woman of God who is preaching at a particular moment to pray for them. We've been seeing women who are under level calling in and wanting that prayers be made for them. Is it not awesome? That's what technology can do. You see, just with your smartphone, with your smartphone. With your iPad, with your laptop, with your desktop, whatever you have, BlackBerry, you can watch Majesty Christian Television Network and hear the gospel. Hear, hear, the word of the Lord that will build up your life. It is an awesome thing that God has done with this uh, technology. Please log on and tell others about Majesty Christian Television Network, where gospel music are being played twenty-four-seven. I mean, there's nothing like it, mixing it all. It's either you are for Christ or you are for the world. But, you know, the world is becoming so dirty and so corrupt. So, choose for life. Choose for life. As you listen to Majesty Christian Television Network, you are choosing for life. We encourage you to do that. You and your family will surely be transformed through that word that is growing. You know, the word of God is life. You can't do it without it. Even when we try to ignore it doesn't stop it. So, go on www majestic television network and feed yourself with the word of life.
3: to you now the miracles of jesus
2: he has added into my life today. I read from the book of Psalm 103. Join me please. From verse 1 it says, Bless the Lord, oh my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, oh my soul, and forget not all. His benefits who forgive all my iniquities who healeth all my diseases. I'm making it personal because in your Bible it will be saying dying. So I'm making it personal because I'm remembering how far he has brought me. Who redeemed my life from destruction. Who crowned me with loving kindness and tender mercies. Who satisfied my mouth with good things, so that my youth is renewed like the eagles. Somebody join me today to really celebrate the day and meditate on the word of the Lord for all his kindness and benefits which I have enjoyed from the day of my conception to the day I was born because the Bible tells us that from the time Adam and Eve sinned against the Lord sin came into the world and when sin came that means even children who were begotten out of Adam and Eve already had mark of sin inside them and from that man then required redemption so until man accepts Jesus as his lord and personal savior man will be under perpetual condemnation because sin rules the world so even as a baby we were conceived under iniquity we were conceived in sin as the bible says it so here the psalmist giving thanks to God, and as I'm giving thanks to God as well today, I am saying to him that everything within my soul has to bless him for having redeemed my life, redeemed my soul from the destructive power of sin. Because he has forgiven all my iniquities. Would I remember? Would I say my mom and my dad didn't sin? Because even the Bible said he uses the, the sins of the fathers to judge their children. Is there anyone under the surface of the earth that 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 doesn't sin against God? So I cannot. to act as if there was no sin in my life. It's just by the sheer mercy of grace that I can stand here today to testify about the goodness of God. In other words, knowing fully well that when man fell short of the standard of God, sin came into the world. And because that sin came into the world, it affected everything on the surface of the earth. Till death And the exemption is only when you find a new life in Christ Jesus. You find a new birth in Christ Jesus. That's why Jesus in the book of John 3 told Nicodemus, except a man be born again, by water and by the blood by fire he cannot inherit the kingdom of heaven so nicodemus wanted to know how whether it is that he will enter his mother's womb at his mature age to be born again But what Jesus was just trying to say is that you need to repent, renounce your old ways of life, and then ask for me to come into your life. And then be your personal Savior. And then you receive Christ as your Savior, and then the evidence is that you go and baptize. And then, then when you are baptized, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and then you become a new person. So, you can see that's a process that brings us onto repentance. And without that process, man remains the same. Every that man does is very sinful. So if God will judge us based on the manner of sin that we are committing, based on the guilt of sin that we carry every day, it will be too powerful. And it will be too great. But thank God. The Bible said, who forgiveth all my iniquities. The iniquity is talking about from the root of my sinful nature, God has forgiven me and who healed all my diseases. Because where sin is, disease can be attached to it. But look at what the Bible is telling me. Today, as I bless God, I'm remembering that the root of my sins have been forgiven. They've been dealt with by virtue of the fact that I have received Jesus Christ as my Lord and personal Savior you not glad somebody to know that there's someone who have forgiven all your sins and who healed all thy diseases. Even the diseases that are not yet come. I'm already healed from them. And that's why I'm rejoicing. And I'm thanking him for being my Lord and my personal Savior. Thank you, Jesus. Where would I have been? there are people of my age who have died there are people of my age who are in the hospital they are crippled they are, they are inflamed by iniquities, inflamed by sicknesses that cannot be defined oh there are people of my age who have been harassed continuously by demonic entities visible and invisible. They harass them in their homes. Have you not heard people who will say, something is walking on top of my roof. Something is walking in my home. I cannot see what is working in my home. Oh, look at me. I will sleep and wake up, JJ. And uh, wake up, JJ, and here I am, talking to you, because of the goodness of the Lord. How can I forget such a benefit? that he healed all my diseases who redeemed my life from destruction child of god do you know many people who wink their eyes just because they see you somewhere do you know many people who don't want even to know how you are doing. Do you know many people? Oh, come on! Pause at this moment now and 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 get to know Jesus a little. In, there are many hopes that have been broken just because a husband cannot forgive a wife and a wife cannot forgive a husband do you know how many children have become rebellious just because they are counting on the sins of their parents even some of them they look at their mothers they said you are a whore you are a whore I can't be proud of you some of them look at their father they say you are a drunkard I'm not proud of you and because of that their lives have been destroyed you see, when you operate without God in your life, your life will be very empty, and that is why David, the whole king, he passed and he felt he should give thanks to God who redeemed his life from all destruction. Do you know how? get up in the morning and then death is haunting them and because death is haunting them they they, they have achieved everything in life but they have no joy they have no peace they can't forgive themselves have you not seen of millionaires who went and they killed themselves just because they felt that the yoke of sin was too heavy upon them the yoke of guilt was too much so they could not forgive themselves so they thought that taking their life should be the, the last resort for their sorrow. Child of God, it's only when you do not know the gravity of guilt that you will not be able to understand the magnitude of the forgiveness that God has given unto us through Jesus, our Lord and personal Savior. So I am grateful this morning and I'm... Joyfully bringing this word to you so that you can have hope and you can have a future. The Bible said, He crowned thee with loving kindness and tender mercies. And who satisfied thy mouth with good things. Oh, it's a very good place to rejoice and to rejoice with me as I celebrate this day. To rejoice with me because I am remembering that he is the only one who has redeemed my life from destruction. Do you know when sickness is wanted to attack me? Do you know when, when you may have eaten by accident? food that was not clean and virus enter into your system. Yet, I, I escaped all of those threats. Look at this. Who satisfied my mouth with good things? Would you please count all your pleasures? Count what God has done for you. Aren't you glad You are not eaten through your nostrils. You don't have tubes around you. There are people who want to eat meat. But except the meat is grinded, they cannot eat it. Aren't you glad that the Lord delivered you from destruction? Aren't you glad that you are crowned with loving kindness and tender mercies? Do you know many people who lack love? We wake up in the morning in such an environment we are in. Nobody cares about his neighbor. I can't even remember when last somebody, somebody saw me and said, oh, I love you. But here, we are being reminded that we are being Never.
3: Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to um, switch. Uh, We're going to go to the Pastoral Forum, take a bite out of that, from that, and uh, we'll proceed. I'm going to be having uh, this morning briefly uh, talk with one of the uh, aspirants to the European uh, Parliament, uh, who's going to be having a discussion with me. So, stand by. uh, Let's have the Pastoral Forum. They're trying to control me going to be talking about uh, rebuilding, broken prayer altars. Rebuilding prayer altars. As you know, we, we want to use this to follow up on our previous discussion on prayer. We want to kind of go a little bit th- deeper in another direction. We see the topic of prayer as very important and uh, we, we, we we bet you don't want to miss out on it. So please uh, join us as we discuss this exciting, exciting topic. There's a prayer revolution in the air. We have a guest gonna help us uh into this topic, a very special man of God. You're gonna love him. I'm gonna introduce him shortly.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Do you love prayer? No. How important is prayer to you? How often do you pray? Do you get answers to your prayer? These are really important questions. Hopefully you get some answers and also you feel free to ask questions. You know, let's learn together, alright? by the way if you do not know the whole city is a stair with ambushment if you don't know what ambushment is, it is it is taking taking position against the onslaught of the enemy and we are doing that in a powerful way ambushment began on friday night with a concert and because these days we don't burn incense now do we kill animals and 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 burn their fat and things like that on the altar um Uh, because we have a better sacrifice through Jesus Christ. Um, So, can we relate an altar, what an altar symbolizes, uh, and and bring it into our present-day New Testament reality, uh, our our theology, our understanding of the worship of God? Can we place the altar uh, in this context, so we can understand what is going on in the old
5: and what we are now doing in the new? Um, then we need to look at the activities. Uh-huh. And that's why I limited it to the
6: sacrifice
5: uh, yes. and also the burning of incense. Yes. So these are activities that goes on on the altar. And what this symbolizes, we still can use them today. Mm -hmm. Because these are principles that do not change. Okay. And the principle of sacrifice, Paul said in uh, Romans chapter 12, verse 1 and 2, Mm -hmm. that our reasonable sacrifice is to do what? To live for Christ. Yes. By renewing of our minds. You know, and that is acceptable unto the Lord. Mm -hmm. So that is one way of how we can relate what is done in the old and today. Mm -hmm. And going to the altar to sacrifice, Jesus also impounded on this principle. Mm -hmm. He says, unless a seed mm-hmm. dies. Yes, it remains a seed. So there is this aspect of death that we are called to die every day mm-hmm. to become disciples of Christ. Yes. So all this. What has been taking place in altars in the old is very (laughs) significant to you and I, our lives today, Mm -hmm. because altars is a place of sacrifice. And, you know, to be honest with you, I have a problem Mm -hmm. with the way people refer to prayers. Today prayers has become a time of, Mm -hmm. excuse me to say, a time of making noise Mm -hmm. and talk a lot. And people think I've been in the presence of God. I've done something powerful Mm -hmm. and I'm going home and I'm well-pleasing to God. Mm -hmm. I personally have a problem with that. And what is the problem you have with that? The problem is I believe that the only time I can say, indeed, I've been in the presence presence of of God, God, I've prayed, is that when I have spent time with God, God, Uh and I've been able to see an area of my life Mm -hmm. that needs change, Mm -hmm. that I'm able to leave it at the altar Mm -hmm. and sacrifice it by asking the Lord to take away this aspect or this issue of my life. Mm Mm. That's when I see I have visited the altar, altar. of God. Because very good. I brought something. You, you you have
3: said something very profound. Uh, by you know looking back at the olden days when uh, sacrifices were made at the altar, when we had actually this physical structure, which symbolized which was the altar. In fact, I find you know the story of Balaam and uh, uh, Balaam and Balak. The king of Moab. Yes. Uh, I love that story because it gives very clear and deep, also deep inside uh, about the rule of sacrifices. Because uh, Balak, the Moabite king, approached Balam the prophet, to put a curse on Israel. And so well, the prophet asked for what? sacrifice? He asked for uh, animals, mm-hmm. and then he asked also for an altar to be built. And so Balaam went and built the altar. And what I like about it is that the Bible says that when he built the altar, God showed up and God spoke to him. But God did not grant him his intention or his the wish of Balak, uh, Balak the, the king, to curse Israel, but instead to bless them. Now, what is amazing is that for the seven times, was it about, I don't know, was it about seven times or so? Uh, the number of times that the the he sacrificed, God showed up at the altar. So there is this. Um, we can make we can draw this conclusion or this we can make this deduction that whenever we appear at the altar with a sacrifice God shows up.
5: Do you am I making a correct statement? You are. I can put your statement also in another context yes? context. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, let me reword your statement. Yes. You know, an altar you are asking what is its significance and yes. application today. Mm-hmm. One word I would use is devotion, Mm -hmm. you know. And when we talk about devotion, each time I teach about devotion, Mm -hmm. you start devotion first Mm -hmm. by choosing a place Mm -hmm. and a time Mm -hmm. of devotion. Mm -hmm. Whether once a week, daily, Mm -hmm. that is significant. And when you make these two decisions, Mm -hmm. choosing a place and a time. Now, please relate that to what was happening in the Old Testament? Because
3: the Old Testament was a shadow of what we're to have in the New. Okay. So that we, once we make that comparison, it becomes the picture becomes clearer to us modern-day New Testament believers. Okay. Because, like you said, people make a lot of noise and they think they are praying. They have no clue what they are doing. Yes. You see, so we want to point ourselves back to the old, so we can see clearly the pattern with God. has said, what was done with God accepted, and God. You know, God confirmed by visibly and demonstrably showing up. You know, and then you learn from that and bring it into the new.
5: So, okay. related to related to the old for me. Yeah. So yes. the altar yes. in the Old Testament represents the place. Uh huh. And the time uh-huh. is the seasons where uh-huh. the Israelites used to go with the various offerings. Yes. They had time for grain offering. They had time for burnt offering. So there is always a time and place. Mm-hmm. So the altar symbolizes the mm-hmm. place. Okay. Which today you and I also can choose mm-hmm. a time and a place yes. in our houses. It yes, that's in our homes, Okay. or it could be in the church. Well, Holy right. Hold, are you saying that we should have a place in our home for prayer? Exactly, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Can you elaborate on that, please? For example, uh-huh. I live in uh, what they call a machinette. Uh-huh. My bedrooms are upstairs, uh-huh. my living room is downstairs. Yes. My living room uh-huh. is my altar, uh-huh. because I have wife and kids, uh-huh. I, I'm an early Riser. Okay. I wake up 3-4 a.m. because I know the importance of an altar. Okay, And I cannot stay in the bedroom and pray while my wife is there and my kids are there. Uh-huh. So my place, my altar is in my living room. Mm. So when I wake up between 3-4 to a.m., mm. I walk downstairs, mm. make my coffee mm. and get ready mm. to hear from God mm. and lay some sacrifices. Mm-hmm. Before the Lord, so as we go on, I can explain. Even Jesus said that you can trace it from the Lord's Prayer. Yes, He says, Our Father is in heaven, mm-hmm. you know. And when you go on in the prayer, what does He say? He said, Forgive us what our sins as we forgive those. So, these are times
4: of sacrifice. Mm-hmm.
3: Well I'm going to have to end that one there If you want to play Or listen to the rest of that Topic uh, prayer uh, You can just google on our website Radio Voice of Niger uh, Topic of prayer uh, With uh, Dr. Rafik Osman And I'm sure it will come up So just search uh, If you don't succeed, just let us know Thank you so much we're going to be switching to actually uh, a very important uh, social item. We're going to be talking about security in the Bahamas uh, uh, um, uh, and with uh, the statistical forces, Tanya and two other panelists. Uh, I'm sure you're going to love it, so please stand by. We're going to set the tone. Uh, we're in December, so Christmas is not too far away. And so begin to get your heart, get your loins, get your pockets for the greatest season of the year. I want to use that as a prelude to the upcoming program. We're going to be talking about security in the Bible. the challenges, uh, security challenges confronting us in Obama. We're going to be discussing this shortly. Our host, of course, will be Apostle Ruth Dokkeno. Welcome once again to this podcast My name is Apostle Hellenruf coming to
2: the waves of Majesty Television. Let's walk we welcome you and we hope you're going to enjoy this broadcast. Uh, our topic today is confronting the security challenges in, 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 in Belmont. We we'll when to take our, our, our concentration on the Belmont Centrum. So we are looking at the security challenges in this community. So in line with the objective of the Belmont Centrum KVS Plan 2019 of improving safety and um, we are organizing this discussion with key stakeholders from this district as part of our media work. According to this report, the number of burglary and the nuisance cases being respectively 39% and 25% are above the absolute average, which is 30% and 18, percent respectively. So together with a high powered panel, will be highlighting these issues, but also will be making suitable recommendations for improvement. So our guests tonight, our panel today, comprises of the following distinguished personalities. From my left, we have Our Excellency, Mrs Tanya Chandanasi, who happened to be the Chair Lady Delhi Board of Amsterdam South East District, the mayor of Amsterdam South East District. Welcome, Excellency. Welcome Thank you to so Jersey much. Thank you. <laughs> I hope you are relaxed. I'm really
0: relaxed. <laughs>
2: Just, <yeah. laughs> we also have uh, Mr. Jerome van der Hong who is operational expert, uh, Dutch police of the Amsterdam Support. Welcome, sir.
7: Thank you very
2: much. <laughs> it's a pleasure to have you here and to see a police being very calm. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Till the action starts. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we have a community leader who is also like a, a social commentator. As a matter of fact, he was an ex police, police officer. officer. Oh, <laughs> wonderful. Yeah. 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 So he's a, a chief leader, local resident. Welcome, sir. Thank you, And we also have uh, our own community leaders. Who are here from the Nigerian community? We have uh, the Igwe Opportunity, Chris, and the rest of them here. Please, can you say hello to the audience? (laughs) Can you (laughs) open your mouth and say something? (laughs) Hello. Wow! Awesome! 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 Well, that is it, and we hope those of you who are out there to join us on the Facebook. Get yeah, our Facebook or WhatsApp, make your comments, and uh, feel free to call the studio line on 020 3374 160. Join the discussion, it's going to be very lively, and feel free to text us on what is your concern. So, welcome once again, Thank panelists. You. Now, the first question goes this way How do we explain why Bema Centrum has a high crime rate of 39% than the Amsterdam average, which is 30%? How
7: do you explain that? Jeroen? Well, let me introduce myself uh, at first. I'm uh, Jeroen van der Hoor and I work uh, for 28 years for the police of Amsterdam. And I've worked in several uh, areas in Amsterdam. So I can compare the uh, different areas. Um, and when I say, well, in Amsterdam Southeast is the beautiful uh, city of Amsterdam to work. Oops. A lot of very nice people to work with. But there are also uh, very different kind of complicated problems uh, that are here in Amsterdam Southeast. And that also are causing some kind of crime. Um, uh, Amsterdam of the Belmer Centrum, there is also a big shopping center. Yeah. And there's also, uh, in a shopping center, there are certain kind of crimes that are committed. there, like shoplifting. And that is raising already the, the crime uh, average in that area and besides that there are also uh, you can see that uh, in, in the center that there are also uh, addicted people who are trying to get drugs and people who are selling drugs it also happens in Amsterdam support so we're trying to uh, go against that but that's also a crime to sell drugs so, so when we catch them it's also a number for a crime again. so that raises the, the crime uh, number in the, that area.
2: Wow. So, who are those people who are selling those things? Who are the people who are, I mean, can you look at from your experience? So, who are, those who are selling these drugs or whatever, are they from the minority ethnic groups or from the majority ethnic groups?
7: Several ethnic groups. And there is a a question for the the drugs, so there is also people who are going to sell it and um, that are small dealers there are bigger dealers behind it, but they have uh, a small amount of drugs in their possession and they're not uh, addicted or some of them are are addicted themselves and that's the way how they provide in their living and they can provide in their own drugs. So uh, it's all kinds of people who uh, sell drugs.
2: And those who are uh, into the shoplifting, because I heard you made mention of shoplifting, mm-hmm. uh, those who are into shoplifting. So, are they? Are they? Do they do it under normal circumstances, or they? Uh, they take some dance and they are being empowered to do that.
7: There are also several reasons why people do it. So there are really some people they do it out of poverty. They really are going to to steal a breath to eat. But there are also people who. Uh, Try to steal uh, expensive goods so they can sell it for a lower price, and they, they use the money to to, sell, to, to buy the drugs.
2: Hmm. They permit me to ask you once again. I thought um, there are cameras all over the shopping complex to, I mean, uh, to alert, alert the police <laughs> when uh, shoplifters are around the corner. So, what do you do? Does that does those Cameras
7: don't ring a bell to you guys. The the shopping center Amazon support is. Uh, do we have camera uh, visibility from the police station? We see what happens on the street. Yeah. But our responsibility of the police stops at the door of the the shop. Mm-hmm. So the shop itself is responsible for the safety inside of their shop. So we try to work together. I uh, talk to uh, the the shop owners, and uh, we try work together to say well this is the way they're uh, stealing right now as uh, the, they take bags they're prepared with something that uh, when they walk out of the shop the, the bell doesn't ring, ring. so Whoa. that's that yeah so the alarm
0: doesn't go up, yeah. alarm does yeah. go up so we yeah. tell
7: them well pay attention to people who have uh, this uh, this kind of bags because that's the way they are trying to steal it right now so we try to uh, work together but the the owners of the shops are responsible for their own shop to make it as safe as possible so that's we can't use we can't look inside the, the shop you just can't can' see the, the the street of the shopping center
2: what I mean is like <laughs> this is very funny it looks like... You are yeah, seen somebody about to um, open a shop, and you know that this is not the owner. And you are saying to us that your work doesn't uh, uh, doesn't uh, I mean uh, include go inside the shop. It's only the outside. Okay? Yes.
7: When we so, see when we see somebody <laughs> breaking in a shop, yeah. then we come there, but we can't look inside the shop. So most the, most of the shops have their own camera system inside. Yeah, and they have their uh, security. I saw it in the, 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 the picture at the beginning. That's a security company they can hire to, to secure their own goods in the shop. Mm-hmm. So that's what they, they have to do themselves. And we look outside.
0: So it's like a shared responsibility, right?
7: Yeah, the, the, work together. The,
0: yeah, the police is responsible up till the door. And at the door, step there begins the responsibility of Coffee the shops. Shops. Right.
8: Yeah. yeah.
0: Wow. Yeah.
2: So, what about the burglaries uh, the, the store? You know, the the the, the homes. Mm-hmm. The, 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 the what do you call it?
7: house Yes, in In that's different every time. So now at uh, in I'm a neighborhood policeman of the Amsterdam support mm-hmm. and there are a lot of uh, houses uh, above the, the shops and there are in this year only 3 uh, burglaries of houses houses uh, in 2019. Yeah. Only but 3. Only
0: 3. Yeah. So that I think I think it's good to emphasize that there were only three burglar cases in Amsterdam Southeast because everybody is, of course, there are things happening in Amsterdam Southeast, but it's not like Amsterdam Southeast is now a no-go area with crime all over. Because I I think it's very good to just emphasize on that also that Amsterdam Southeast is actually, it's a really beautiful place to work and to live and to uh, have your school. Um, And actually, that's why I like, I I want to compliment you on also providing us this opportunity to talk about the safety in Amsterdam South East, because when you read the newspapers, uh, you would think that Amsterdam South East has become a no-go area, Um, and that's not true, True. because when you see the facts and the figures, I love to go back to the facts, Mm -hmm. and the facts are that only three yeah. For the whole and breakers wow. in the whole year no, that, that was yeah. in the in Ups, Of course. in, the whole in other Ups areas studies, in Amsterdam
7: yeah. Southeast it can be higher yeah. and, but then we are going to try to investigate yeah. who is responsible and yeah. try to catch them yeah. and mostly when we catch the, the, the perpetrator then yeah. it stops and then yeah. Then it's better again.
0: Really? Yeah. You know, and actually, this is. I, I, yes, of course, you are right. It's not just only three and whole of Amsterdam Southeast that would be a party. Mm-hmm. But um, the the fact that um, we have in Amsterdam Southeast we have problems. Mm-hmm. But it's not not just in Amsterdam Southeast. It's in the whole of Amsterdam. I would really like to underline that part that it's in the whole of Amsterdam we have a problem with our. Um, with crime rates, yes. it is not only in Amsterdam, Saudi yeah. East. so I like you bringing out these numbers also for yes. our viewers. Yes. Yeah, so they important. know. Yes, yeah.
2: it's important, very, very important.
0: Wow, yeah. because
2: when you read it, it's like, uh, Amsterdam, it's like uh, a
0: no-go area, as yeah. if everybody here is just committing one crime or the other, okay. but that's not the case. That's not the case, absolutely not.
2: We have more good things going on than bad. Uh, yeah, I can yeah. say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. So, um, do
6: you have any question? Anyone of you yeah, there? Yeah, I think uh, I have to comment. Um, I, he said that the Amsterdam, Okay, he said that the Nasrums are this. There is about three uh, inbreakers in uh, mm-hmm. the beginning mm-hmm. of like, 2019. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think to my own understanding, a uh, few weeks ago there was a Nigerian lady mm-hmm. in, a, I think, in a courier. Yeah,
2: exactly. Yeah. yeah, we had it.
6: She was at work, and uh, her son was on a school uh, trip for exchange program, and her house was the bubble. In- 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 and uh, something so surprising—it's not in the night; it's in the daytime. And mm-hmm. there's neighbors mm-hmm. by the side,
8: mm-hmm.
6: and uh, television was taken, and a lot of things in the house was taken, and they—they broke the window. So I'm—I'm now like thinking. At least for somebody to hit the window, there should be a loud noise.
8: Mm-hmm.
6: And uh, maybe I don't know whether the case was registered with police, but I mm-hmm. he called me, told me that the police is an, uh, aware of it.
8: Mm-hmm. And uh,
6: the same building, I think two years ago, a Nigerian lady was also in, uh, traveling to Africa. The same thing happened. Mm-hmm. So I think there's a lot of uh, inbreakers, especially in uh, awesome. within the shadows. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think if you compare, like I live in Amera, if you compare with the the high rate of imprecators in Amera Bata, I think it's getting higher to compare with Amsterdam because there's a lot of imprecators in, a, especially in Amera Harbour. And really? yes. So we're
0: better in South Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's better in the Saudis.
6: I think if you look at the number of inbreakers breakers in Amara Bauta, it's
0: getting higher. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I think this is good for us to have these discussions to uh, help us understand that, again, crime rates are everywhere. Crime, crimes are being committed everywhere in Amsterdam, in Almere, and everywhere. And I think that as um, Amsterdam Southeast, it's we have a duty to our in, in the inowners, mm. uh the people who live here. Um, so I think it's good to have these kinds of um, programs yeah. to, to tell people that if they are, um, uh, how do you say this? If they think they are, they are uh, afraid or they have questions or anything, that they can come to the police or they can come to us as as. Um, uh, we have a team, a special team, security team, in uh, in our own uh, council, city council, and they can ask us questions. And we also, we organize dialogues. We have dialogues, we have, we go to schools, we talk to people, uh, for the children in schools, because we think that actually uh, when Jeroen comes, it's way too late. Actually, what we have to do as a community mm-hmm. is we have to raise our kids uh, and our people to not get in touch with Yerun because when you're at Yerun, it's too late. So they have, you know, we have to, because why are these kids or people, why are they shoplifting? Sometimes they are out of, just out of, I don't know, uh, just because they, 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 they need money. Mm-hmm. But sometimes it's because actually we had a case where uh, kids were uh, getting into a store mm-hmm. because they were hungry. Yeah, and yeah. then that, that's 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 poverty, yeah. and so that's it's a whole different story. Yeah. That is not about safety, but then it's about uh, we, me as uh, yeah the the the, the chairperson. Yeah. I have to go into that, and I have to see okay, what's what's this about? So what's the cause of this? Mm-hmm. And so you know, because this is a we call this this a complex problem. When mm-hmm. you see kids pushing trucks at streets, wow then it's a it, it's not like these people these are criminal kids know what they are doing is a criminal act but mm-hmm. these are kids and what the kids kids need kids need to go to school yes kids need to get an education exactly. kids need to get a breakfast and so i think then it's actually our duty as um Statsdale to go into that and yeah. to to just you know uh, investigate uh what is happening here mm-hmm. um you know when i Last week or so, I was interviewed, yeah. and they were t- asking me all these questions about safety issues in Amsterdam Southeast. And I told these people that yes, we have safety issues, mm-hmm. but actually we have an issue of our kids getting a um, Are they getting a good education? This is the question. Are they getting the jobs? Are they being <coughs> discriminated when they are getting one to a job? Uh, so these are the real questions we have to. I have to ask ourselves before we go into these all these bugglery and uh, nuisance sort of um, issues we need to have the conversation on how do we raise our children how do we raise our own community how do we look at our own community so i think that that's the real issue we have to discuss
9: well uh, let me say this here (coughs) i became alarmed when the issue of child delinquency Mm -hmm. and truancy became rampant here in the south I had always harped on the fact that the system in Ghana or in Africa where children are disciplined by members of the community, even before their parents are uh, later informed, over here, there are Ghanaians, to be precise, who are afraid to discipline their children because the, the kids go to school and they tell their teachers, oh, my parents are not treating me well. And before you say, Jack, your child has been taken away from you. And to avoid that situations where parents lose their children, they cannot correct them when they started going wayward. I was alarmed when the statistics showed that majority of the children who have become delinquent and they were pilfering from the shops are Ghanaians. And I had a chat with a parent who told me, well, my child has become naughty. I'm afraid to tell it on his face or reprimand him, because when he goes to school, I may lose him entirely. So the system is actually working against the upbringing of children inside those.
0: Then actually, we do need to discuss that with. We each need other. to discuss that to with each other. We have organised a conversation because yes. I think that um, actually I do believe that parents have the they they are. A, they are they have this obligation Obligation. to tell their children Children. what's right and what's wrong and uh well but they you know what is in holland um you have um um you cannot hit your children and i i believe you don't need to hit your children at all uh but i know that i was brought up in Suriname, Suriname. and when i i was a quite a naughty sort of child and i got Some <coughs> slippers from my mom, mom? Yeah. and this was a custom in Suriname because, yeah, this was the way. But over here, you can't touch a no. child, no. And I do believe that don't hit children with slippers, yes. But um, there is, you know, there is a there, there should be a balance, the balance you know, yeah. this is. The, the hitting with the slippers and here is we don't talk, talk at all to our talk. children and I was at a church uh, uh, the Pentecost church mm-hmm. I was in a discussion there and then the young people were it was really nice because the young people were confronting their parents yes. with how do we um, who, how do we talk to talk each, each other. other and how do we in the upbringing with, with, what conversation can we have Happy, with each other yeah. and I think that would be the start of um you know, not being afraid. So the parents should not be afraid and the children should not be afraid. We need to have a uh, another type of, of talking to each other.
9: I once bumped into a Ghanaian child who is confronting the parent mm. about his kinder bachelor, mm. Mm. that he need to buy some sneakers. Yeah. So he, he was demanding, I mean, forcefully demanding money from the parent
8: wow.
9: to buy. You know, in Africa, you can do that to your parents, because you'll be spanked. You'll be made to understand that you are being careful. You can't stay under my roof and be disrespectful. But over here, because you don't touch the child, because you have, you know, the child thinks he has a right. A child sits with the parents in the television, and then maybe if the uh, remote is broken, and he tells the child to go and change the He will tell the child, but what are you doing, daddy? I like the program there, so if you don't like it, why don't you go and change it? It's after suspect. disrespect. Over in Africa, it, it won't happen. But over here, it seems the rise of the child is, is, is getting out of hand. It's about time uh, certain measures are put in place as far as discipline is concerned. The result is the waywardness and the shoplifting, <coughs> the pilfering and the other bad attitude we are observing is a truth here. But
0: do you think that, uh, I don't know, it's just a question, it's a yeah. question, uh, because I think that, well, um, actually discipline ch- children with, with um, hitting them or something, not necessarily hitting them, no. but I think with words, with words you can yeah. do a lot, but do you think that in that conversation, do are, are parents having enough tools, enough tools to talk to their children? do parents understand the the world in which the children are living? Because in Holland, it's quite different from Ghana or Suriname or Aruba or anything. And actually our kids, you know, I love kids, so I will always be the advocate for the kids. Kids. Because I think the children in Holland, in everywhere, they are um, are social media, there is a lot of pressure. So um, I think that we as parents, we do have to also understand the world our children are living in do you think the parents are, are aware of all the challenges they, 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 are,
2: they are
9: aware also naturally children yeah. are adventurous mm. they want to do things because their peers are in it or they, you know they are inquisitive <laughs> naturally and that is where the parents have to come in and tell the child this is wrong mm-hmm. this is right this is not good mm-hmm. a girl went to school and was coming from school with blood at the back of her dress, and a, I mean, a passerby beckoned up on the girl and said, "Oh, there is blood," and this girl became, you know, he went home and nearly committed suicide because the parents doesn't discuss that at your yeah. age, yeah. a time may come you have your mental cycle. Yeah, yeah.
0: This is, exactly, this, yes. this is exactly exactly what I mean. That, yeah. you know you should cause of to lack your of children. communication. Yeah.
9: The parents at has age. never told the girl yeah. that this yeah. is something that yeah. might happen. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
10: Because at your age I want to come in. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. yeah. Go
8: ahead.
10: yeah. Okay, well, I, I think what I want to add to this discussion is the fact that we're here to discuss the security issues yes, facing the yes. community. Uh-huh. And, and I do understand the fact that you, you want to go to maybe the genesis of why has, happened. I, I get that uh-huh. understanding. Uh-huh. But if, if I may, you know, put us back onto the security track, yeah. uh, would it be fair to say that um, a, a particular group of youngsters are within the higher group of people that commit the crime um, or there are also adults who are com- because i'm sure you have all these type of statistics based on who you've arrested and yes. who you haven't yes. so maybe you can shed some light so that we can understand okay within this age group are the highest people that i mean yeah. highest offenders and then and then we can then come to my area the, the, yeah, you know the the, the 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 genesis of it but yeah. if we don't know that it's like yeah, yeah, yeah. we are then wasting. you
0: want to have the fact and figures a- exactly. and then go into the exactly. discussion of yeah. Yeah, exactly. yeah. yeah because yeah. Exactly. the issue here is thank thank mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i don't thank think kids are uh, into my point yeah so they are talking
2: about adults yeah, mm-hmm. delivery, mm-hmm.
9: so well, Before before you get on, let me enlighten you about this. I was at home about a week or two ago, and then I had a bell on my door. When I opened, here was the gentleman with gadgets and other things, telling me there's a leakage on the floor below me. So he wanted to come and check my house, whether... The water is actually coming from my place. Then I asked him, where from you? Where is your What's your identity?
8: Yeah, yeah, yeah Oh, it's so in the
9: down. car. OK, yeah. then go and bring it. Yeah. Let me know you, because I understand here, over here in Holland, <laughs> yeah. before somebody comes into your door. They have to identify. They, they, no, yeah. even there should be a letter, a
8: letter. at yeah. times,
9: a week yeah. or two before yeah. Yeah. that appointment. Yeah. This man went downstairs, and before I could see, he joined the car, and they are you gone. He have- left.
8: Really.
0: Oh, my it's God. part of the burglar. You see?
9: Yeah. If you are not alert, you'll be yeah. taken. But with my background and oh. my experience, yeah. I, I will let you in.
8: Yeah.
9: I would like to have, I mean, a documentary proof. Mm-hmm. By the way he appeared with the guard and other things, you will automatically see him as a worker.
7: Yeah. Yes. Let's get to the figures the yeah. yeah. So this is also a method uh, about yeah. how they steal from people, people. in houses. Uh, but there we see a lot of younger people uh, committing burglary in houses. But there are ver- various people are doing this. So also uh, adult people who are uh, breaking in houses. in houses. But we do see even younger kids uh, besides burglary also street robbery with knives or even uh, fake uh, guns or real guns. Uh, we see that as well. So it, it is really important to to start young with the education of uh, of children, to 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 talk about this problem and to to be uh, away from this kind of uh, d- uh, mm-hmm. a kind of burglaries or street robberies.
0: Because they they are getting younger and younger, right? Yes. Because the uh, kids who
7: are doing even uh, from primary yeah. school, people of uh, children with they already have tasers or knives the best, in their possession. Yeah. Yeah.
0: They are so kids from group of group eight.
7: Back, yes. So these are
0: children from what? Eleven. Eleven right? years yeah. old. Yeah. Yeah. When, they are I'm, already carrying
9: weapons. Well, <laughs> one thing I've observed is that yes. these adults who engage in burglary, mm-hmm.
8: they
9: have devised, the I mean, sophisticated means yeah. that they can, before you realize, they are in your house. Mm. And then they pull a gun on you, or a knife on you, and take your pink ca- uh, card, and go and take money from you. But know, there are a whole lot of things going
8: on.
9: A, a colleague was telling me the other day, he was at home. When three men came, they say, oh, the government has access to come into houses and change your electric, electric bulbs with a uh, non-consuming uh, energy-saving energy saving box. Have. You let them in, and before you realize, they put a knife, where is your card, yeah. tell us your pin code, they put a knife on you and one of them goes to the the ATM machine, collects all your money, they come and they lock you in the toilet,
7: in the bathroom and then off they go. It happens but that's not uh, the major uh, that is amount not the of uh, burglary. The at, at the daytime and the nighttime, did like they, they, they check if somebody's home? home. And they like yeah. to. That's nobody's home. home. And then they break in. Yeah. yeah. But a uh, good point you yeah. mentioned just now yeah. that uh, southeast is uh, uh, an area where people are very anonymous. So there yeah. are a lot of communities. People don't want to interfere with other, other people's problems. Yeah. So you, you told uh, just now that the, the the glass was breaking and nobody was was, stopped, yeah. was calling the police. And that's a problem we see, and we would like to have the connection with all the people in Southeast. That we want them <clears throat> to call us 112 when when somebody is seeing a burglary taking place. That they uh, they give a signal to us that we can come right away. But we see that uh, when we go there after it happened and we call. At uh, the other houses, if somebody saw anything, then they thought, "Well, I saw it." a guy I, I didn't trust, but uh, I didn't call the police. But we want them to call the police. Mm-hmm. So that's uh yeah.
9: well. Let me say this finally here. There is there is this issue about policing, which is police visibility. Let me command the Amsterdam police that they are visible almost everywhere. Yes. yes. Every two three minutes, yes. you see two ladies riding horses. You see another two riding motorbikes another two on bicycles, some walking. The, the police visibility is very good here, yes. but the system of policing varies from country to country. In Ghana, we have the neighborhood work committee, where few uh, men, in, or, I mean, men and women in the community, a policeman joins them, and they stay awake all night to police their community. Here, there are no work communities, but they have their effective way of policing. I pray that system works
11: so that everybody will feel safe in South Oost. Uh, thank you very much. It's good being here. Uh, but we're talking about security. I think South Oost has um, enough security and they're doing well. There was what they introduced like uh, community security. Those guys, they put on uh, red with bike. Mm-hmm. They go around the city, mm-hmm. everywhere. I used to sit them. and watch them always. It is very interesting. That is security.
0: That's you pre- mean you said this uh, the street street coaches, Strat coaches, uh, in the in yeah, the red in the red. Yeah, they
11: are the Strat yeah, coaches. Exactly. I yeah, yeah. Are put it to the police. Yeah. Are put it to, to, to all the uh, yeah. uh, uh, organization. That's why South West uh, crime went down. down. Mm-hmm. So I recommend you. And again, I want to ask a question, please. Do you know? What can we do? I'm asking the uh, the the, uh, CTC, the, mm-hmm. the mayor
8: mm-hmm.
11: and the uh, security officer here. Yeah. He has worked here for 20, 30 years. He, he said, years. So yes. yeah. "What can we do again to stop this? The little, uh, this, this this crime? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What can we do? What, what effort do you think you can put in yes. to uh, stop all these uh,
9: mm-hmm. uh, crimes?"
4: Yeah.
9: Before he comes in, let me say one thing, you will us, talk. Yes, please. I have a little police background. The, the criminal is always ahead of the police. And the police, the system is dynamic. It, it has to change itself to be ahead of the criminal. Because as you are policing in this system, the criminals is devising ways to avoid capture. So
7: the police is always dynamic.
11: So,
7: the question? The question. Okay, question. come in here. Yes. Um, because you ask what you can do about uh, the... and that's what I just... We op- what you can do as a community or as the, the in-owners from uh, Amsterdam Southeast. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you mentioned Almere, and that's also a big place, but it would be good to know your neighbours, know your uh, uh, direct uh, surroundings, that you can see when something's happening what is not right. And then there are also app groups that people start in a, a street that if somebody sees something that's not uh, not good, then they contact each other and they go together outside to look, well, what's the problem? Or when you, th- when you really think it's dangerous, still you have to call 112 that we can come at the scene. So we'd like to that, uh, that people are alert at the street and contact us. At the time that it's really taking place, or uh, the area is uh, divided in different areas. So uh, in Balmemeer, a police station, uh, the area is divided in 14 um, areas, little areas, and they all have their own uh, neighborhood policemen. So I'm from Amsterdam support, but there is one at Vensepolder, there is one at uh, the FD buurt. And uh, at the website www.politie.nl, there's Mijn Buurt. If you click that and you uh, put in your street name number or your zip code, then you can find your uh, neighborhood policeman and you can contact him directly by pushing a button. And if there's a safety issue you want to uh, talk to him about, you can uh, contact him directly and he contacts you to make an appointment to talk about uh, the problems you see. And then you can, well, maybe solve it together.
10: Can
2: I can I uh, come in briefly? Let me ask uh, the minus question, please. Okay. <clears throat> so, are there particular situations or issues in burglary and use assistance here than elsewhere?
7: Why is it more? Is that the question? You no, know,
2: are there? Uh, I mean particular issues that are favoring them. Also? Yeah. Mm
7: -hmm. Well, that's what I just mentioned about the anonymity in Amsterdam Southeast. There are a lot of different communities, Mm -hmm. uh, and people are not knowing their neighbors, or if somebody is uh, uh, doing something, they're they're not reacting. They see it, but they walk away. Yes. So that's favoring the burglary. That's easy to do it, because nobody dares to uh, do something about it. A nuisance, well, there's also a cultural aspect on it that a lot of people are in the street. Yeah. So they're not only inside their houses, but they want to meet each other yeah. and meet each other at the street and stay there. Some uh, Sometimes all day long they're staying yes. at Amazon Support yeah. at a certain uh, central space because they want to meet each other. But yeah. Sometimes they drink and get drunk and then, well, the people above it uh, don't like it because they want to sleep and have to work uh, the, the next yeah. day. Yeah. So. That, that can be an, uh, a reason why it's more than in other parts of uh, Amsterdam or in uh, Holland, where people all stay in their houses at night and it's all quiet at, uh, at the street.
9: Well, can I ask you one question here? Of course. Unlike in Ghana, where the policemen, we are all camped in a, a barracks. But over here, the police live individually among the community. Unfortunately, they don't bring their uniforms home. So, you can live with a policeman in your block for years, and you don't know he's a policeman because he leaves for work in civil dress. He reaches the office and put on the police attire. Am I right here? Yeah? That's right, yes. yeah. so why don't you bring your uniforms home for the community to know that oh there, there is a policeman living yeah. with me in this flat <laughs> you know it's police visibility <laughs> it's scares nice. away burglary.
7: It's
0: scares, yeah. you know the, so yeah so they have to be visible also they have in to be visible home. in their okay.
8: homes
7: in the past that was uh, the situation that the situation also in holland uh, and yeah you had to live in the area you were the police yeah and you had to be visible, visible for the neighborhood, the neighborhood. Yes. but there there are uh, Uh, movements in that and they how do you call bonds the the people the unions the unions who come for the policemen they they see the the backside of that and uh, the children of the policemen yeah. were not having a very nice life in their neighborhood. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah.
8: Okay. Yeah. okay, okay, yeah. okay, okay, no. okay. No.
7: And And the policeman himself, the all day he was. Uh, everybody came to him to talk, we'll about, talk about his about problem. He was yeah. never free. Yeah. Free? Okay. So okay, okay. Yeah. that's the yeah. backside of that. People were taking advantage of your presence. Yeah, Yeah,
9: instead yeah, yeah. so yeah. uh, of going to
0: the police station, everybody would knock your door with yeah. a yeah, complaint. They think they have their own police station. As
11: yeah. <laughs> supposed to be into the, into uh, the, uh, um, to the street. Yeah. Once yeah. they know you are, uh, you 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 are, you are police officer, and you know, everybody everybody will, 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 will try to avoid you also. Yeah. your children, as they said.
9: Yeah. I commend I commend the Netherlands police after coming here. They hardly do they use their weapons. Mm-hmm. Hardly. It is only to their dreams. But over in America and other places, even in Germany, even in Germany, yeah. we don't have yeah. here. in France, mm. in, France. You know. mm. in, we in have. the twinkle of an eye, they are gunfiring. We don't have crime here, you know, the not, crime it's is not, not.
2: It's not like we don't have crime, it's that, it's that they are tamed. They are tamed. Yeah. yeah. They yeah. don't use
9: their
10: weapons yeah. so necessary.
9: They're
2: more women, yes. No. You see?
9: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
10: Yeah. Can, we, can we ask uh, the mayor a question yeah. with regards to a solution? Mm-hmm. Um, because uh, I, I believe strongly that there, there are a lot of people in the Amsterdam Southeast area yeah. who are on quote-unquote bystand mm-hmm. and this is not to disrespect them or anything but I have a feeling that if a project is, is designed mm-hmm. to basically in, in, in involve yeah. people who are on bystand who yeah. usually are most of the time home mm-hmm. if I can put it that way mm-hmm. if they can become more alert Mm-hmm. and basically uh, interact with uh, the police if they see something yeah. of in their in their neighborhoods yeah. they can alert like like he said yeah. maybe maybe people on on, on can also be part of the the solutions yeah, yeah, yeah. where they can also be more proactive in how they react to certain things yeah. and 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 that, I think, can open a dialogue. I, I'm just looking at it okay, for this, this, a solution. Yeah, point.
0: yeah, yeah. So this is a recommendation. Yeah, a well, actually, yeah. because we have, I, you know what, I don't, I, I really, I, I am a person who thinks on uh, what are the pros and what are the cons. The huh? right, right. So what I, what I can do is uh, we have, actually, we have a, another dialogue uh, within two weeks. Okay. And I will propose this um, recommendation you made here mm-hmm. I will propose it in that group because there will be like 100 or 150 persons there. Okay. And I will just propose it right. and I will see how people react yeah. on on this because I do believe in unorthodox, right. you know right. I do believe that you know if you're doing what we've already done, we'll have what we already have. Sure. So we have to go into looking at other other solutions like, you know, we now have talking about unorthodox. We have a group of moms, mothers. This is it called Southeast Safety Movement? And yes, and because they said that we as moms, we want to stand up against crime. Right. And they are actually now. Uh, you talk to them, right? The police mm-hmm. talks to them a lot, mm-hmm. and they come up with all those solutions. And they are, you know, they are moms, so yeah. they see a lot in their neighborhood. Right. So I like, I like that. And so also your, your recommendation, I will take it to the, the conversation. Because, you know, I am a person, I I, I believe in the conversation with the community because if we come up, if Yarun and I, we come up with all these solutions and it's not, from, from the community the itself, then the community will tell us, like you're coming up you know, all these solutions, businesses. but they don't work. They are not from us. Exactly. I I want what I want from for Southeast is that we uh, are in a shared responsibility mode.
10: Right, <coughs> I, yeah. I, I agree with that because yeah. more, more or less people would feel the a part of a, the, the solution, yes, and they also feel worthy of you know being this able a, to.
9: Well, it, Mr. Jerome, I once read on the Estatica that. Uh, the dutch is closing down the prisons for lack of inmates <laughs> i don't know how true that is but it uh, is true yeah, also, yeah, yeah also. i read it, also. I read it, also. I read it also. if it is so then uh, the statistics we are hearing now that crime is over 30 is getting 39 and the prisons are empty mm-hmm. how do you marry the two
8: <laughs>
7: <laughs> i don't know exactly what the reason is that they're closing it, but it's right that they have not enough inmates for for them? The criminals are less. Maybe maybe there are are less criminals and doing more crimes. When one person does uh, 20 burglaries, Burglaries. we only need one cell for him. him. So that could be a reason, but I don't know exactly (laughs)
8: what
7: what the reason is. And maybe they give other punishment because they also see that uh, that net not the the free... Imprisonment is the best punishment you for every you know yeah. uh, person who commits yeah. a crime. Yeah. So, but then,
9: yeah. then can we say that uh, community labor mm-hmm. as punishment mm-hmm. to minor crimes is it happening here? So that happens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You yeah. see people
7: pick yeah. pick on the yeah. street. That yeah. happens here in southeast as yeah. well. Yeah, yeah. yeah a
9: lot. Is that a part of uh, uh, effort to avoid incarceration or putting people in
3: prison? Well, listen.